Velkommen til Fashion Forum på Lyd, en podcast, der dykker ned i aktuelle temaer og taler med dem, der sætter dagsordenen i den danske modebranche. Programmet er sponsoreret af Connected Retail by Zalando, Zalandos digitale løsning til fysiske butikker i Danmark. En sikker og brugervenlig platform, der forbinder din butik med flere tusind danske Zalando-kunder og kan hjælpe med at øge dit online-salg med op mod 60%. Læs mere om Connected Retail by Zalando på connectedretail.dk On the very last day of Copenhagen Fashion Week SS24, we hosted a small morning event to round up the highs and lows of the past week. To do so, probably I, the editor-in-chief of Fashion Forum, moderated a panel of fashion regulars. Buying director at Brown's, Ida Pedersen, fashion director at Café Magazine, Daniel Lindstrøm, and founder of Swan Agency, Clara Svane. During the talk, our guest pointed out which show stood out at a fashion week where Ida Pedersen also learned that the hit duo laid back actually is Danish, where Daniel Lindstrom praised the extra day and Klaas Svane made an appeal to the bigger brands to start looking at local model potential instead of flying in hyped international names. This is a live recording at our E-Types X Fashion Forum space at Vernedamsvej in Copenhagen with real people and guests having coffee and a good time. So please have that in mind when listening. Ida, I'm actually going to start with you because you are definitely a fashion week regular. Nah. <laughs> both, <I try. laughs> both here and internationally. Uh, and always, you know, on the outlook for new collections and new uh, designer talent. If you should point out like one brand or one designer this season that you, you know, particularly were impressed by, who would that be? I think it's really hard to find one. Is you, that can, you can mention two or three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think from the, the sort of, they were completely new to me. I really, really enjoyed Stam. I think that for me, that not just the clothes, but the whole ambience and audience there was just phenomenal. Like you could feel that there was this huge community and the energy was insane. It, I was like, Silvana is incredible. I, I grew up with hip hop, so I was like, yes, this is amazing. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that. It was super colorful, it was very loud. Um, I guess like more streetwear than anything else. And I think for me, it's, like, it's really nice to see the diversity of, uh, well, obviously we're talking about the casting, but this will be Clara's mm -hmm. subject, but but also just like how many different ways there is to do Scandinavian fashion, because I think a lot of people from internationally anyways, if they haven't been here, there's a preconceived complexion that, you know, it's very quite luxury. So I think every time I see something that is different, and there's a few examples of that outside of STAM, it's really nice, but I think it, it just takes that energy, like lots of like, basically how all the, the cool kids are, are dressing today. So. Is yeah. it a brand? Sorry, is it a brand that you could buy to Browns? Possibly, yeah, definitely on my watch list. But you haven't seen the the call. You have to. Ex I have to see it up front. Yeah, yeah, always. I mean, for us, like Browns is a you know we we it's been around since 1970. Like Mrs. B, who started it, like was a, a champion of new talent. So that's something that's really important to us. But we also very much sit in the luxury sphere. But we do have a lot of Danish brands because you guys are very good. And sometimes that means I have to go against like. Basically, I always say it's despite of the price point because the price point is really good, but it's a, a lot lower than you know our Celine's and Prada's mm -hmm. and Dior's and even like some of the new talent that we have from from other places like London, for example. 
Um, but then I, I was really impressed, like Latima, who obviously been around for a while. I, I absolutely loved the show. I loved that he opened it. Um, that the, they have such much, like the energy that, that they have is, is incredible. And the quality of the suiting, everything, it's just beautiful. Like, it just like, it's something very different, but very strong from both an identity, fashion statement. Um, so I was really impressed with that. And then uh, Amelia, she's obviously not so new anymore, but Eva Gohova, I think internationally, she's still very new. Uh, I, I just absolutely love her. We stock her uh, and I continue to be so impressed with what she does. And then, no, I don't want to Maria Luisa. Way more than I know, Maria. Way more, but Maria, Maria Luisa, uh, she uh, was, she's actually, uh, she's going to launch um, a collection with us at Browns. She was my winner for the Alpha Prize jury and, and she obviously had a showcase uh, and, and she's so talented and I cannot wait for she to do internationally. I love her. Okay, you were nodding when Ida mentioned the stamp, but also, I mean, you particularly look out for menswear. What kind of new trends did you see? Any new trends that uh, you can point out? I think that, that for me, it's, um, I was, uh, uh, Sunflower is a brand that I've been following since they started five years ago. And I think it's, uh, I'm impressed by their consistency. This is not about trends, so this is not actually the answer of your question. But, <laughs> but I'm impressed by a brand that can keep the consistency all the time. And I think they do. And um, I think they have become maybe one of the best menswear brands in whole Scandinavia. Because this look with, uh, it's a mix between double-breasted blazers, denim, leather jackets, boots. And they, they repeat it, but they, they do it better and better. And the quality is great. The shape is great. great. It, it's made in Italy. And I think that when you see, when I saw that on the catwalk again, I feel that this is clothes, this is really good clothes. And it's clothes that men want to wear and that men look, everyone looks great in. And I think I, I, sometimes I can miss that kind of brands in, in Copenhagen because it's, on one part, it's this amazing new talent, but they maybe they don't have the money to produce yeah. the clothes. And then it's a lot of like, this sounds rude, but brands that maybe shouldn't be on the catwalk, there are some. <laughs> <laughs> but Sunflower for me is like, okay, this is the perfect wardrobe for modern men. Yeah. Do you agree? I 100% I <laughs> agree. I, I mean, yeah. I think Sunflower is really, like Ulrich is, I mean, obviously he has like, like his like pedigree like where he's trained where he's worked before like really set him up to do this and yeah. like the way that he like the clothing is finished it's stylish it's timeless and i think yeah. that i mean you know obviously i do men's as well and I, it, you know those are the sort of things that sell but yeah. i think that consistency but they're still kind of pushing it forward mm. but like in a very beautiful subtle way yeah. and then you know it didn't hurt that they had laid back no. i learned something but i, I didn't know that they were danish <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I was like, is this a cover brand? But I'm like, all the days, yeah. like, ah! I was like, I was like, I mean, I was like, oh, look at this lovely, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I gathered it and then I was like, oh, okay. And, and I had some, I was standing with a lot of Danish people. And so I got the education. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then I was even more impressed. Yeah, that was. But maybe the consistency is also, you know, a trend. Yeah, I think so. I mean, looking for that. Okay, and Clara, mm -hmm. I mean, besides, uh, I guess, a keen interest in fashion, you also have another focus point when you look at the shows. Yeah. The models. Yes. 
and not just because they are super beautiful, but also, you know, how do they represent diversity? Yeah. And how is that going? Well, it's, it's such a good question. I feel like every season it kind of goes like up and down a little bit like this, then maybe like body wise, we see more diversity one season and then that gets kind of lost the next season. <laughs> and then we see like ethnicity wise, then that gets a boost. So it's kind of like, it's still like a pendulum, like kind of swinging like this kind of back and forth. And can we only have one kind of diversity? No, we can have a we can have a bunch. Like we should have a bunch. It should be like it should be like a silver. I don't know if you say silver light, but it should be like a red thread through a show. For me to make a show diverse, it needs to look like you've actually made an effort, and you're not trying to make like a Benetton uh, hmm. campaign. It needs to be like like fully. Um, I don't know. There needs to be like it needs to feel like you didn't just walk down the street and be like, I need to cast some normal people now. It needs to look like you're actually making an effort for those who haven't feel included in fashion for so long. And for me, there was like definitely a couple of shows that did that, especially the newer designers, like Can Milk, for instance, like mm -hmm. it was their first uh, show and it was just beautiful, like throughout, because I like seen from my classes, like I love fashion, I love, clothes but that's not my main interest that's not why i'm in the business i'm in the business to make a difference for minorities mm -hmm. and to give back the voice for those oh. who haven't been heard mm -hmm. so so that's obviously what i look at and cannamilk was just it was beautiful in so many ways you had body diversity uh, it, there were so many different ethnicities represented and it was just it was really empowering and the clothes were obviously beautiful and sometimes what you see um when you look at like um, like full figure models, like what we call plus size models, I hate that word, I try mm. not to use it because plus from what? Um, mm. You can see that they're not scared to show skin. And I think that's mm. beautiful because what we've usually seen is, oh, we have this like fuller bodied model. So we just put her so she looks like a tent instead of actually going in and tailoring it so it fits her body. And I think you really saw that in, in Canada. There was like a, like, let's, let's do this and let's do it right. So maybe um, in the younger brands that you mentioned, yeah. it's more integrated from it's the way beginning. More integrated. To, yeah. Yeah. It's way more integrated. Yeah. Ida, I'm yeah. kind of curious, how do you look, I mean, when you look, how do you, does, does it concern you that it's not only uh, closest for the stereotypical Barbie? It does. I mean, I think, I mean, Denmark is the best out of all of the markets for sure, but I couldn't agree more with you, Clara. Like, I, 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 especially the part when you said that it's like, which is something that infuriates me in conversations that we have with designers, yeah. is that like, there always seems to be just one focus. I'm like, hello. And actually, I, like, obviously, of course, you did counter but like, I literally walked out of that show and I was like, this is what every show should look like yeah. because the models were not only were everyone represented, but they felt like they belonged there. Because I think sometimes, uh, both here and internationally, you sometimes feel like it's a, a bit of like tokenism. Yes. That they're like, okay, I have to remember there has to be one plus side mm -hmm. model. <clears throat> and then, you know, I, I think it's, I mean, Paloma is amazing, but I'm also like, it, it, and it's great that she gets to walk everywhere, but there's so many other models out there as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, you can't just like, okay, and then I'll pick the one, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, which is, and then it's like, that's not fair to her either. You yeah. know, like she is not exactly the, the, the sole representative for, 
you know, like a movement. And we have so many, sorry to interrupt, but we have so many beautiful models here in Denmark, which, which is probably my worry. I'm like, why don't you support <laughs> some of the models we actually have here? Yeah. Also, when you look like sustainability wise, like we can't just fly in every season because yeah. we want like new or whatever. Take a look, like that's really an appeal to some of the, the bigger brands who have the budget to fly in. Take a look at the POC models, at the full body models we have here and use them. Cause there's a lot, I know, I scout them. I have them in my agency. So for me, that's like really an appeal to brands like Gany, like mm. they're there. Yeah. <laughs> you you just need to use mm. and you need to take a chance on some of the models that are not as established. Cause yeah, they probably haven't done Prada or whatever yet, but you can be the one to maybe get them there. Mm. And I think that's also what Danish culture is maybe about. It's like, we're a small country. We need to help <laughs> each other as well. Mm. Um, so I think taking a chance yeah. on new talent is, is something I would love to see next mm. fashion week as well. And actually, that, but one thing that I do always take away from, from Copenhagen is that sense of community and helping each mm -hmm. other. Yeah. And it's very unusual in fashion, sadly. Yeah. I think people tend to be out to get ahead and mm. kind of in, in many ways actually kind of like push other people yeah. down. And I've yeah. seen that uh, many times in my career. Um, but, but in Denmark, the one thing that I've been really yeah. blown away with as coming as a buyer is that, you know, instead of what I've seen in other countries, I would go into a showroom, this collection we buy, or maybe I'm looking, and they're like, hey, have you met my friend? They do so and so. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. there's like, they're actually kind of pushing people forward. Yeah. And I think that's also why, partially, the success of Copenhagen and why it's become so internationally. Because it's something that, you know, when I speak to other like international visitors, it's something that we all feel mm -hmm. and that we get excited about. And, you know, for, for, for editors or buyers alike, that we go in somewhere and then you, you find something else. And, you know, it's a red thread that kind of goes around mm. like a community, which is, is beautiful. Um, and I think, you know, that, you know, definitely when it comes to diversity and, and representation, it, I mean, there's always progress. It's the same with sustainability, right? Like it's like the work is never done. But I think at least to, to, to make a stand for it and, and showcase it. And actually going back to what you said, Clara, which I, I, I couldn't agree more with because I think also making sure that the clothes Fit. exactly because i think that is like the most inspiring like i'm not a typical fashion size eater and for me it's like uh, it's amazing when i see that i'm like oh that's what it would look like on me i don't have to like go in there and you know like when you don't have like a perfect size like it sometimes can be really uncomfortable like because you go in and you're just like oh that just looks shit i'm just gonna buy shoes and bags because they will always fit right um but then you're like oh okay i can you know dream it's, it's made for me I think sometimes also they tend to be just stretchy and I'm like that's kind of yeah. also a little mm. bit lazy sometimes yeah, because is. I was like okay fine one size fits all it's like okay great but maybe something that's tailored maybe something that mm. you know and it's kind of full circle because if you have like clothes that fit you really good you can oh, take more cameras right? Daniel actually I mean that's there are so many crises going on in this industry right now. But <laughs> when you look at design, how do I mean? How does does it affect you? How it's produced and represented? Is that uh, something mean, you look at? Uh, a little bit. For this, my main point of view is how I will edit all the information to the readers. Yeah. So that's uh, more like having like a story. You. You, you buy collections and you, you have to edit them in the showroom because you know what your customers want. And it's the same for me. I have to, so I, I 
that's why I mentioned Sunflower because I think that's the clothes that my readers in my magazine, my magazine looks like Euroman, it's the same, same owner, so you know. <laughs> uh, but it's better than Euroman. <laughs> uh, so I, I have that in mind because sometimes, of course, I see shows that are, it's, it's too progressive maybe for the reader. I love it by, this is too far from my readers or too expensive. Or, so I more look, yeah, I have my readers uh, eyes on me yes. when I look at shows, but I'm always inspired here. It's always great energy. Even this uh, week with the bad weather, <laughs> it has Sorry. been amazing as always. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it, was not, it wasn't the same as last August. No. Uh, well, <laughs> but I felt that like I have so many people that I've been like raving about like August in Denmark is yeah. the best. <laughs> and I'm, like I had one of them turn around to me and they're like, yeah. I don't think you know what summer is. <laughs> I, like, no. I promise it's usually different. But maybe I would like to come back to that. Uh, I think maybe the schedule is too, it's too much. Do you agree? I, I was really <laughs> pleased that it was like three and a half days this, this time. Yeah, but yeah. I still feel like I'm missing things because I, there's like too many things that overlap. Yeah. And there are things that I, I want to go to all of them, but I can't because I'm actually mm -hmm. then like locked in. So, I mean, uh, I, I would like that to be like, you know, I mean, like other, you know, if you go to Paris, I'm like, I'm in Paris for 12 days. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, like but do you I, think I mean, Fashion Week is strong I, enough to go maybe not 10 days? All, but... No, no, no. I, mean, <laughs> I do love Copenhagen, but I think it's like now it's like three and a half days. I'm, I'm really pleased with that. It definitely helped me. I know it helped. A lot of like again like with the international crew that I spend a lot of time with and I know really well. Um, for me, you know, I still would like that to be like maybe like a little bit more spread out. Yeah. Um, so that you actually can really truly enjoy it. And I know, you know, from edit perspective, when I speak to them, for them it's like they have to file right. So if you're just like back to back, then you know they are staying up till like two a.m. and they have to say no to like the mm. beautiful like you know here is the official dinner or here is this brand that they love because they're like actually i'm gonna have to go and sit in my hotel room and it's the same for me because you know uh, obviously yes we go to the shows but i also have another day job there's a lot of super fun stuff you know it's an economic recession mm. all of these fun things there's some nice people from finance on my back and there's like you know strategies to be made etc so uh, what i can't do during the day i have to do at night yes so that's why I have eye bags. <laughs> I mean, I, I love runways. I love like uh, music, production, mall, everything. But I also love to go to a small gallery and see, uh, see like the presentation. Yeah. It's like great light. And that's sometimes that it's more effective. Sometimes you spend like two, three hours on one show. You have yeah. to go and you wait and it takes and it's just for 12 minutes run. Yes. So, so, I think some of the brands maybe could look at that alternative to do yeah. presentations also. Because I don't, I mean, sometimes presentations are much better than, I think some, some of the brands are afraid to do that because they maybe think that people won't show up. But I, I think presentation could be really Presentation, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, from all the, the buyers and editors, actually. Yeah. I think also sometimes people are so, like brands, and this is a conversation we had, I mean, Having a show is incredibly expensive. Um, and sometimes, to your point, actually, because they're so experimental, like you, you maybe it doesn't actually bring the experience that they had in their head, or even like yeah. the collection, maybe 
like actually would be much better enjoyed like so being circulated and being observed because it's about the detailing and you know when you just see it you're like okay that's great but it's wardrobing yeah like uh, and like a runway mm. you know it, it's it, it's difficult because it has to be impactful um but presentation can be about showing even more of your community or, or more of the engagement and and you know really show up front and also which is really nice in control of your own time to to yeah. this point so you can linger if, if that's what your schedule allows or if you can be in and out and still be efficient yeah. um so yeah I, I also would encourage more people to not be afraid to change the format mm. and play around with it because mm. i think when you have it when you say presentation it doesn't even have to be a presentation it can be anything I mean, actually one of my favorite things this this was uh cecilia bunsen's like the body sessions uh it was like so beautiful and intimate and and lovely and kind of like i take that away but like i mean i didn't really see clothes but it was something else yeah the whole Claire, I'm just I'm gonna circle. This is a it's a speedy conversation about rounding up uh, all of fashion week. But Claire, um, how do you feel? It's I mean compared to the international run rate, how do you feel that this you know we, and we're circling back to uh, that Copenhagen is doing? Yeah, I think we're doing well. I think we're actually one like when we talk social sustainability, which is being diverse and inclusive. I think. Definitely, Copenhagen is front runner because we, when we look at cities like Milan and Paris, like, and you see the measurements they want the girls to be. Because if you want to be a curve model, it's not you're not just at forty forty two. Need to be the right amount of forty forty two. So, so I think Copenhagen is definitely, yeah. I think we're way ahead in in a lot of ways. With that said, there's still a lot of stuff we can do. I mean. For me personally, if I don't see like um, a person of color coming in as either the, the the third or the fourth on the runway, you're not diverse. Like I just mm. I just have to say you're just not. And mm. like when I look at shows like The Garment, for me that was like a huge disappointment because I also look at them every single season and it's the same thing every single season. Mm. Uh, I had one, or two, I had two girls, and like in totals, I think there was like or people of color maybe, maybe even only three. And I just think it's, it's just not good enough. If you want to be inclusive, you, you need to do better as a brand. And I love the garment. I think it's beautiful, beautiful clothes. But for me, when I look at it through, through my lens, I would, I would love for it to, you know, really have this red thread like, like we see at Canamilk. And we really see that in some of the new designers. They're doing really, really well. And I think that's like my biggest takeaway. If you look at designers like, uh, Paulina Russo as well, or, or Tiki Botanical, that was also such a beautiful show. Mm. I didn't even care about the weather because I was like, what? This is amazing, <laughs> you know? Coming up from the boats and walking, it was just like, once again, you had this this red thread through all mm. of it. So for me, like, if I, if I could decide, it's like, let's like get rid of some of the old stuff and bring in the new. Like, they, they know what they're doing. Let's, let's bring in the new generation because they... They think ahead and 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 they see kind of what we need. Um, but I actually think this is actually going on in coming fashion week that the tal the new talents are you know taking up more and more space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, just compared to five years ago, where it's more yeah, the, well. the older brands. Mm. So um, and may I mean there are lots of stuff we could talk about, but you have to you have a train to catch. <laughs> you know, maybe this it's should just be a brief, you know, roundup uh and let's 
I would just say thank you for coming here and um, and share. Thank Hi, you. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's my uh, favorite fashion week. Yay! Yay. <laughs> it is. For the energy. Yeah, definitely. for the energy. <laughs> and the clothes and the paper. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, thank I, you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs>